The following podcast is provided by an approved senior care provider on the Answers for Elders radio network. And welcome back, everyone, to the Answers for Elders radio network. And I am here again in our final segment for today, but only four categories to start, or three. Did we cover three? We covered three. We covered three. So we have five more to go next month. So you guys have to stay tuned. (laughs) But in the meantime, Elena is the vice president of the Western Region of Morningstar Senior Living. And I am so glad we're spending this time together. I've learned so much about Morningstar just, you know, talking to you. I I could stay here all day. So Elena, fill me in on, we talked about in our last segment, but what's the next foundational principle of wellness? So the next foundational principle of wellness is probably safety. Well, and one of my favorites is safety. Okay. Um, and safety. So safety is, is literally just what the word says. It's, it's feeling safe in your environment, mm-hmm. feeling cared for, taken care of, um, protected. It's, it's, it's being safe again in, yeah. in, in your environment, basically. So, sure. um, so we're going to talk about safety today. Okay. And safety uh, obviously is a big issue for seniors, whether, and they all have, again, different needs, whether it is safety um, in mobility issues, maybe it's medications, maybe it's, um, they need safety in their living environment. Um, You know, they may have need support in their activities of daily living, um, all of those things. It's also, it's also outside outside safety. So I have a resident who is in a bad part of town. It just increasingly has gotten worse. And with the riots that happened a year and a half ago, it became progressively detrimental to her to stay at home. So her safety was in jeopardy. So she ended up making a move into one of our communities because she was no longer safe. Right. Uh, living in, in her environment, in her community, um, which is, which is always sad. Um, but that's why she moved into one of our communities for that type of safety. So but we do, there's a lot that goes into safety. You mentioned so many of the core issues of, of, of why folks visit our communities. Mm-hmm. There was a fall. Um, you know, my mom for, for a short while, um, she had a double, actually double, uh, uh, bypass surgery and she was no longer safe in her environment. She couldn't just get out. She just couldn't get out of her chair. Um, so she needed that assistance for that sure. time, um, to be safe in her environment. Um, and so even myself, I've, um, consequently, I don't know if you know this, but I'm staying here on site in a, one of, in one it. of our apartment homes, me too. And the reason I love it is because I've never gotten better sleep. Yeah, I've never gotten better sleep. Um, There is, it feels like a warm blanket. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, I've done this periodically through my 21 career in senior living. Um, I remember my my first time staying in a community was in Beverly Hills Um, and beautiful areas, Beverly Hills, Mm -hmm. but I was staying in one of the apartment homes when I was in there and man, did I feel safe. There was safety in knowing that there was 24 hours staff available. I can come down and there was always staff available. So if anything happened, if I was restless, I can come down and just, just schmooze, yeah. just schmooze. Um, there was, there is security and knowing I can call anybody if I wanted to. Yeah. Right. There was always someone at the front desk or there's someone like there was a care staff or care manager available at my beck and need. 
Um, heaven forbid, if I had a fall in my own apartment home, <laughs> yeah. right. But that could happen used to my heels. Like, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm clumsy by nature. I could have a sure. trip, but I, but I had a call button or I had a push, push button on the walls that I could call for help yeah. if I couldn't get to the phone. Um, and just the safety of knowing I had, I was surrounded by neighbors. Well, and you know, it's interesting when I first, when you first mentioned to me the safety factor, yeah. I was thinking to myself, I was going back to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs yeah. saying that safety security is at the bottom. But what's interesting about that you guys made it the third principle because fear will often set in yeah. and prevent people from doing things that make them safe. Oh my God. And yeah. so when, we, when you were talking about a, you know, your resident that stayed right. in her home for way longer than she probably should right. have because, but it got the fear of remaining there was higher than her willingness to right. take, to step out into the unknown. Right. So it's, it's really strategic of you guys to put that, the emotional piece first yeah. um, in the fact that once that I feel comfortable that I can make that move, right. then the next question I'm going to ask myself is, will I be there or will I be safe? Right. And so that's really interesting. I can see why you did that. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. It's when we look at someone who's ready, quote unquote, ready to make that move, mm-hmm. um, we look at is, is the fear or um, the need to make a move, right? So is it greater mm-hmm. than the need to, to is a, the fear of staying at home greater than the fear of making a move, mm-hmm. right? Tony so Robbins talks about, it's the fear of remaining the same, the same will allow you to finally, when that comes higher, then, then you will make a decision and make a change. And that's it. And it it has to, you have to basically get pushed to a corner to finally make that move. And it's um, some people, unfortunately, wait way too long to make it um, because it's kind of scary, but the safety factor Mm -hmm. is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, When safety of, of staying at home, when you're no longer able to dress mm-hmm. yourself, bathe yourself, um, cook for yourself, you know how many seniors are getting meals on wheels, Well, that's a wonderful and delightful service. Some residents don't even have that opportunity to get meals on wheels. No, and so they're constantly eating frozen foods. The sodium that goes into those frozen meals is not good for us, yeah. um, nor are they getting socialization with eating with others. Enough. Well, and, and it goes right back to the pandemic. I think right. that when we have been through what we have, I mean, yeah. most of our seniors were pretty much isolated for two years. Right. And yeah. uh, I mean, I remember talking to some of our communities and it's like, you can only play um, hall bingo too, yeah. so many times, you know, yeah. there really wasn't a lot of things. So they stayed in these, you know, in their apartments yeah. and they cocooned and right. they watched TV and, but you know, the flip side of it, which was good, is they had the opportunity to learn technology. Like we're on Zoom yeah. right now, which is great. So they learned that. Yeah. And they so we've learned a lot of different types of opportunities right. in the process through adversity, right. which is great. But I think the other side of it is, is that finding a way to connect again needs to, to be understanding that it's also a safety factor yeah. for them. And, and um, a lot, I know you know, we're seeing so many more cases of 
like hoarding mm -hmm. and um, situations in, in seniors' homes since they were locked up, you know, basically yeah. in quarantine. In quarantine, and depression, so, mm -hmm. like you said, the hoarding, which yeah. becomes an environmental factor because right. now they're tripping and having more falls. Yeah. Um, sadly, I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of someone fell in their own home, yeah. were on the floor for hours, yeah. even days before someone found them or before someone was able to call for help or they were able to call for help. Yeah. Um, and these are the, tra the, the tragedy stories that we continue to hear. Yeah. And it's the pain of moving has to be greater oh. than the pain of staying at home, right? Yeah. Or the pain of staying at home has, I'm sorry, the pain of staying at home has to be greater than the pain of moving. Yeah. Um, and so some people wait too long for those pains, for that safety factor to reach enough, like a, a, a a pandemic for for themselves yeah. um and so safety is is key to our survival is yeah. feeling safe um feeling well taken care of um you know peace of mind for our families knowing that so many of our families have not been able to take vacations yeah because their families are not safe at home mm -hmm. and they have to stay nearby because they're not safe and so they 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 push back their vacations they push back mm -hmm. the things that they were wanting to do i can't remodel my house because if i do remodel my house i don't have the time to take care of my mom sure. or my dad so they push back these things that they they would otherwise do yeah. because their family's well, not safe at home and it goes to mention that when you come into your community um the staff is still wearing masks yeah you know you still go through a process, a screening right. process. Right. Um, you know, we want to make sure that any, anybody that works here is um, vaccinated and right. that are absolutely, you know, living um, in it the best right. way possible. I'm sure your staff is still COVID checked. COVID checked. And you know what most people don't realize is um, when the pandemic first hit us, our senior living communities were well equipped over staying at home because yeah. we had the supplies and we had Correct. access, direct access to some of our suppliers. Yeah. So from, believe it or not, toilet paper was a big one, but we, we had a surplus in our communities. Um, but just the simple supplies that you don't even think about. Um, and so even within our-, our uh, and So now I know where to go when yeah, I need Exactly, paper. just come to us. Exactly. We have a, yeah, we have it. <laughs> but we were well-stocked because yeah. we're well-stocked for those emergencies, yeah. not even knowing so. And even now we're still well-stocked. Yeah. Um, and so there's a safety factor there too. Um, being being able to survive even a fire, um, an earthquake, a pandemic. Um, you know, we're equipped here at our communities to be able sure. to do so. Sure. Um, so and within the comforts of someone's home. Yeah. So while some of our so many of our seniors and families were isolated from being able to go out. We still had dying programs, activities, and yeah. programs happening on a daily basis here in our communities. Yeah. Um, it wasn't well, easy for any nice of us. Thing, and the nice thing about it is, like, this is their home. Right. And, um, you know, maybe it was hard for friends and family from the outside, right. but you also, in many cases, made it um, so cool because they were able to do blast time. You right. Know, and, and or virtual or set yeah. outside there was some right. some communities that had little uh, talking booths right. you know that you yeah. could sit so there's all different types of ways in which you've done what you can to keep residents safe Correct. and you still do right and not to mention full staff nursing uh medication right help 
um, all of those things in, that helps um, seniors with their activities of and daily living, absolutely. bathing, dressing, et cetera. Uh, absolutely. And by the grace of God, we've maintained and kept the majority of our staff members. And, and I do say it by the grace of God, we've, and, and we're, while we continue to hire, um, you know, as we continue to grow our communities, um, you know, we, we've had staff. And so yeah. our residents have the security, like you mentioned, from our nursing care um, staff to our dining staff, our housekeeping staff, maintenance mm-hmm. staff, and just our management staff, yeah. um, all available to support the overall wellness of our, our residents and family members. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Elena, it has been such an, just a total pleasure to have you with us this hour. And uh, next month, I promise all of our listeners, <clears throat> we are going to uh, tackle the the rest of the five um, foundations of wellness Mm -hmm. and certainly we're looking forward to working with you for many months to come and and other communities with Morningstar we're going to be talking with as well and so we're so thrilled to be a part of your world thank you so much Susan and uh, be well everyone yes (laughs) and to each and every one of you this following week Make sure that you reach out to a loved one. Maybe you ask them, what's most important to you, mom or dad? How can I think about those three concepts that we talked about, whether it's environmental, whether it's emotional, or whether it's safety. Think about what's most important to them. And until next week, everyone, be good to each other. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.